This is the EWN Podcast Network. When life and business is chaotic, it is hard to see the beauty that comes from it. But I'm here to tell you, you are not alone. I am your host, Ashley Stone, and I am your chaos coordinator. I believe there's always a message in the mess we can experience in our personal lives and in business. So join me on the journey of running multiple businesses, self-caring it up, and designing a life for my family. This won't be just my story. It will be the many stories of remarkable women that have inspired me and will inspire you to discover the beauty behind the chaos. Hey beauties, my name is Ashley Stone and I'm your host of Beauty Behind Chaos where we talk about all things chaotic, everything in between and finding the beauty on the other side. What does that look like for you in your life? Whether you are an entrepreneur, business owner, a leader in your community, wherever you are in these moments, what were your experiences that got you here and what are your goals and dreams of where you want to go and what are you doing to get there? So we have to kind of, you know, unpack the things within us to know what that looks like And we also have to take care of ourselves to know what that looks like and be aware of our surroundings, but then also have a clear vision and path to get to where we're going. And so I think in all of our experiences, we pretty much can learn and grow from from those experiences. And that's pretty much why this podcast exists. I wanted to create a podcast and a space of real conversation, the real things that actually occur when you're an entrepreneur, the real things that actually come up when you're striving for success. Because I feel like sometimes you only see the you know, beautiful highlight reel, the social media curated posts, um, you know, the conversations that are, you know, edited and you're able to think through and, and re-edit and, and um, you know, not necessarily um, show up in your full whole self because we're too busy painting the picture for how that looks like on the outside looking in. And I'm very big about talking about what's on the inside coming out. I think that's so important. And I think being real about what that can look like sometimes is just not only an important conversation, but it's the reality of what everybody actually experiencing. We all are going to experience some kind of difficulty, some challenge, some hardship. And in some way, shape, or form, it's going to shape us in some capacity, whether it's shaping our view of the world, um, how we show up in it, or you know, how we view people, or how we engage and interact with each other, or even how we view ourselves. I was just having a conversation earlier about imposter syndrome. And imposter syndrome y'all, I didn't even know what this word was. And when I heard it, I was like, and they explained it to me. I was like, oh my gosh, I have imposter syndrome. And I still, years later, still have a touch of imposter syndrome. And I'm working through my own things to be able to um, come more into really how I'm viewed outside of the world, right? And looking at me, because we are our own worst enemy sometimes. We We might not realize it, but imposter syndrome is pretty common with a lot of people. And basically, if you don't know what that is, it's, um, you know, not, not viewing yourself in the same way that everyone views you and in the sense of, um, in a positive light, like successfully. So, um, you know, I will kind of pick apart every little thing and say, who am I to go and speak on stages? Like who is going to want to listen to me? Who am I to start a podcast and share these stories? Like who is going to want to listen to me? And at the same time, there's a 
really long line of credibility and reasonings as to why someone might want to listen and hear this story or why you should be out there speaking on stages and and packing a room. Um, And some people are probably already viewing you and saying, why aren't you doing that? You should have been doing that a long time ago. But it's imposter syndrome that often limits us from being able to step into that full view of really what everyone else sees. And that is something, you know, detrimental to any leader and entrepreneur and and someone in business or in any type of profession, really in self-developing. They have to find the space of clear confidence and ability to um, step into that bigger shoe you inevitably want to fill. If you can't do that, then you're never going to accomplish your dreams and you're really going to do people a disservice because you probably have an amazing story to tell. You probably have such an inspirational thing that might trigger someone else to know that they can do whatever they're trying to accomplish because you told your story and they related to it. So it's so important. I think for people to step into that, but also know that a lot of us struggle with that too. It's pretty normal. I struggle with imposter syndrome all the time. There are things that I don't feel comfortable or confident in, or I second guess myself, like, who am I to throw my hat in the ring for that? And, um, you know, it's amazing because when you step away from that thought process and you just kind of step into um, really who you want to become, you it's kind of the only way you can become them. <laughs> like you have to kind of go, you got to kind of step into it. And so I've come to this realization. And although I struggle with the same thing and insecurities and, and, um, you know, ego and, and self-doubt and all of those things, it's important to still not like to not listen to that and to be able to kind of push past that fear and just have courage and have faith. And so um, one kind of thing before I got into the recording of this podcast, it's funny, I updated my Facebook status and I said, um, you know, don't entertain the demons. The demons can entertain themselves. Um, they're pretty busy entertaining themselves and they would love nothing more than for you to entertain them because at the end of the day, that's what those negative thoughts will do is it will distract you. It will take you away from your purpose. It will take you away from your focus and the good work that you really want to do. Oh my gosh, I'm talking and y'all, I am like overdue to get my lashes done. And so they are playing with me right now and they're literally poking my eyes. See the devil? That was trying to play with me right now. Um, my lashes like, it's fine. Um, welcome to audio and video recording because I actually care now what I um, look like on video. But um, anyways, as we press on, um, but it's those negative thoughts that um, can definitely take a toll and can affect you in so many ways. And I'm a big advocate talking about mental health and being transparent of my own journey of um, mental health and being aware Um, that it requires a lot of self-care and an awareness for you to be able to step into any type of role um, of any kind. And if your dreams are big, like mine, and like most of ours often are, you need to develop yourself in such a way that builds such a strong foundation that when the inevitable potentially comes, like the chaos, or the self-doubt or the negative thoughts you are in a stable, you know, grounded foundational place to say, okay, I see you. 
and I'm not going to listen and I'm going to keep moving. And so don't entertain the demons because the demons can entertain themselves. Um, so with that, building a foundation um, of self-care and uh, is so important. And it's funny because um, oftentimes if, if you do follow my journey as an entrepreneur, I am a serial entrepreneur, y'all. Like I'm, I tend to like create and start a business. Like I don't even mean to. And if my accountant like has me, has me email him one more time about one more LLC that I started, he's, he's probably going to quit on me. But, um, but yeah, it, when I do this stuff and I'm just in my, my natural state of being, sometimes it can be overwhelming to witness my journey in the way that I share it. And oftentimes people have this conception uh, or conception, perception, they sound similar. Um, People have this perception that um, I don't sleep and I don't, you know, take care. And, you know, that's always one of the first things I think people want to say. And I, sometimes I'm not going to lie. As a woman, I sometimes wonder, like, would they say that to a man? Like, would you tell a man that is in a high-level, high-pressure, you know, job or building multiple businesses or whatever the case may be, would you would you look at them and be like, mm, you might be doing too much, or like, you need to make sure you take rest? And I feel like, um, in the community of women, we tend to automatically think that's the case, and and I'm here to tell you, like y'all there, and there is a point in time, 100%, that that can happen. And so it is it is important to take care and take rest and don't allow yourself to get to that place of burnout. Um, but also, everybody just operates differently in, in what that means and what they need. And so um, I wanted to share just like some of those things for me because it's funny. I listened to my intro the other day, and I, talk, I said in the intro where we talk it up um, – uh, what did I say? Self-caring it up is what I said in the intro. And I was like, I haven't even really talked about self-care. Um, so self-care is something that absolutely 100% is so important. It is a foundation that um, needs to be a, a habit. It needs to be something that you um, not only have a habit in doing, but then also evolve in um, what is needed and when it's needed. And so self-care can look like a lot of different things. And that can range from, um, honestly, as from the way that some people kind of view self-care is like, you know, make sure you get rest and, you know, take your time. And, uh, you know, I don't know what what's, what's a normal self-care. Go get a massage or go to the spa, whatever. Self-care is like you think automatically it's like this physical you know, thing to do for yourself. Um, but I also believe that it's a mental thing. I also, I also believe that self-care can show up in different ways in, um, your habits and how you, um, you know, show up in the day and the mindset that you have and self-care is, you know, taking the time to organize yourself so that way you have a better day. Um, and you're not kind of running rampant. Self-care is, um, this is actually something I kind of wrote in my notes the other day when I was thinking about, you know, what does self-care mean for me sometimes? And I looked at it from a very different view. And this is one of the things I wanted to share is even in this video. So y'all I'm wearing all black right now and I wear all black a lot because that's like a form of self-care for me, like not to have to worry and stress like what I'm going to put on and what I'm going to look like. I think that's something that is a stress that a lot of women have and doesn't matter the industry that you're in. It's like, 
you know, what to wear, how to look, how to show up and, you know, be perceived as, you know, someone that isn't, you know, that has it together. And so people won't judge you and so on and so forth. And that's, that's honestly a thing that just honestly women do a lot to each other. And it's like, if you remove that equation, you know, let's just keep it simple then. Okay. I'm we're all black every day. I don't want to think about it. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to have this stress of like, how should I show up or what should I wear? I can't tell you how many events I didn't go to because I couldn't find the right outfit of what I think I should have been wearing when I go. And that's just like, why do we do that to each other? Like women, y'all, why do we do that to each other? And so there are straight times that I did not show up in rooms because I felt like I, you know, wasn't going to be dressed in the way that people, I, I don't know, whatever they think. Um, even though I probably totally had a black dress in the closet and, um, I absolutely do have plenty of black dresses. Um, but it was intimidating coming to Texas. Like they wear a lot of color out here and they, (laughs) they show up to things a lot differently than, you know, me going out to, to a business thing in New York city. It's a lot different. And so I was slightly intimidated by that. And I felt like I, you know, if I didn't have that pop of color and that fancy dress or, you know, whatever, then maybe I shouldn't show up at all. And, and there were times I hundred percent didn't. And there was one time I went to an event and I actually, um, left like five minutes there. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is not, I feel so uncomfortable in what I'm wearing right now. Like it was a fashion show. I was dressed cute. It was for fashion. Um, but it was like at 9am on a Saturday and it was also for, um, like an organization, uh, that was, you know, a, a religious organization. I didn't, I didn't put two and two together. And my, I just felt like my slit on my dress was too high and inappropriate. And it probably wasn't at all, but like, I just totally overthought that. And I immediately left and was like, Oh my gosh. And I left and I changed and I went back. Um, just cause I wanted to really support like the, the organization, but it's just, it's just like that became a form of self-care because I realized how stressed out I was getting and how it was like creating anxiety like in my day or in my morning getting ready. And I was like, oh, boo-boo, we're not doing this. Like we need to take the time, carve out some time and like let's organize your closet. Like now if you go in my closet and I'm not a very organized person, but I will say if you go in my closet, it is color coded. And I literally went and bought the outfits, I think for this type of event, for this type of thing, for this type of thing, just to make me feel comfortable. And it is in more alignment of my style. So I'm not like conforming to anybody else's style, but it just took the stress out of it for me. And that alone was a form of self-care. And so now when I have, depending on whatever type of event it is, I just already know I can go in my closet and I can grab exactly what I need for that particular thing. And then boom, get dressed. Don't even have to think about it. And so that's a form of self-care. Um, another form of self-care for me is I keep my hair really short. Um, not because it's like, you know, trendy or a cute cut. It's an easy cut. It is, uh, I can get it styled real quick. I can get up out the door extremely quick. My days are very, very busy, um, in the morning. And so again, I was just like, I don't got time for this. I don't have time to do my hair as simple as that self-care. Okay. We're going to cut this off. My hair used to be down to my waist y'all. And, um, it just became, although granted I miss being able to just pop it in a braid or put it in a ponytail. Um, that definitely was a lot easier than sometimes having to just blow dry my hair. Every, every woman knows hair day of a wash day is just like, it's, oh, I got to wash my hair. I got to blow dry it. 
my background is in the beauty industry, y'all, and I still don't like doing it. Um, but that's one of the reasons why I keep my hair short because it's quick, it's simple, it's a form of self care for me because it's easy. It makes my day easier. Um, so I just wanted to use those examples because I think there's so many different, you know, forms of self care. Um, and then that leads me into, you know, the mental health side of it and just taking care of your mind. And being super mindful of the conversations that you're exposing yourself to and the people that you're around. Um, It is so very true that the conversations and what that looks like, it can definitely attach to you in some capacity. And so you have to be super aware and mindful of what that looks like and aware. Because if you're not, that could actually deter you off your path. There was um, a point in time where I had decided that, um, you know, there were certain things I just couldn't put on social media because it was just, even doesn't matter how well crafted I, you know, wrote what I wrote or, you know, whatever. Sometimes it just was not worth it for the mere fact that it would distract me and it would take me away from my ultimate goal of what I was trying to accomplish. And so everything kind of has to go through that lens, right? And that filter within yourself. And it's like, is this going to trigger me? Is this going to help me? Is this going to set me back? Is it going to pull away from my focus and my goals? And so it's really hard to do that because again, going back to that whole imposter syndrome and just, you know, being able to assess yourself and know, um, how things outside of you can affect you and vice versa. Um, It's really hard to have that self-awareness. And oftentimes when you don't have that self-awareness, that's when you become stagnant and plateau and everything else that you're doing. Um, Because self-awareness requires progression. Success requires progression. Um, Doing anything of sustainability requires progression. And so you have to have a level of progression in how you um, approach uh, self-care and the things that you need because it's always going to shift. It's always going to change. And as you grow and as you develop, that will always look different. And what works for you won't be the same for somebody else and vice versa. So I always get like a little bit in my head and feelings for like a hot second when people are like, you need to take care of yourself. It's like, that's not helpful. That ain't helpful to tell me that. Um, I'm aware that, like, you know, I need to address some things, or, you know, or at the same time, I've had people tell me that. And I'm like, what do you mean? I'm like, I'm my prime right now. Like, I am blitz. Like, I'm waking up, like, feeling amazing. And that's kind of where I'm at right now. Like, I'm waking up, like, ready to hit the ground. Like, I'm so excited for my days. And then at night, I, at times feel the same way. Like I'm just amped and pumped about a project I'm working on. And then all of a sudden it's like, I can't sleep. And so, all right, well, I'm up. Let me, let me get my laptop and I'm going to work on this. And so there are times where I'll share that behind the scenes. And that's typically when, you know, someone might say that to me and I'm like, oh, I must look real busted up right now in that picture because they're like, oh girl, you got to take care of yourself. And I'm like, I'm actually in the zone right now. And sometimes that requires me to push myself a little harder. But yeah, I, I do agree. I think self-care is really important. But I think there's different ways that you can show up in that for yourself. And and that's when I'm in that grind mode, y'all. I'm in that like zone. And and when I'm in that zone, honestly, 
I love it. I love when I'm in that zone. And so I'm actually at my peak. And if anything else, I do have to um, be careful because I can burn out. And so to prevent myself from getting to that space of burnout, I try to pay attention to the things that are distracting me or taking from my focus or, or anything like that. And how can I ease that? So that way I could stay in this area of genius that I'm living right now. Right. And so it ebbs and flows. The hustle is going to ebb and flow. The self-care is going to ebb and flow. But I think being intentional in how you show up with that and then also being aware, that's, that's actually really the bigger thing. Um, that I want to get a message across on is just being aware and mindful of the things that you need to keep you kind of functioning at your best and then pay attention to the things that don't help you function at your best and, uh, you know, try to put things in place foundationally or habitually that help you have success in what you're trying to pursue and do. So yeah, so self-care is definitely a really important topic. Um, same with mental health, um, when it comes to mental health, that's like, that is such a tough, tough one to give advice on sometimes because I think mental health is such a personal thing. And if you've ever experienced, um, whether it's depression or PTSD or, or struggled in any type of way with uh, mental health, it's, it's really hard because when you're in it, you feel like no one will understand. And, you know, you're just a floating, you know, bubble and, you know, no one can really understand what you're going through and and so on and so forth. And there are times be and partially because you don't understand what you're going through and you don't know why this cloud is hovering over, why you want to stay in bed and not get up or, you know, why you're going down this spiral or triggering and having this experience with a coworker, a colleague, someone in the community or, or whatever the case is that's making you trigger and go down this spiral. And so mental health is kind of one of those really tough things that it's not that I want to give tips to, um, but I think it's really important instead to just share your experiences. And then instead you go, oh, dang, that's relatable. Okay. I went through that too. And so for me, I seek out those opportunities. Um, when it comes to my mental health, I seek out opportunities to connect somewhere and connect to conversations and connect to things that make me also remember and and feel like oh okay this is this is why I'm doing what I'm doing and you know this is okay and this is what I'm experiencing and um so on and so forth so so yeah so when it comes to mental health that's that's kind of my approach um with these conversations is to just have a conversation that's it and talk with someone um, because otherwise you do end up kind of being alone in your thoughts, with, which only feed in more to the things that you're maybe suffering or struggling with. And so being transparent and being open and being conversational to these topics and um, connecting with someone really shines a light on um, on the progression you can make if you get yourself to a place to be able to do that. I don't know if that even makes sense. I don't I'm trying to like tie in what I was talking about with progression. Um, but yeah, in, in order for you to progress, 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 progress in, um, in your mental health state, it requires a level of um, authenticity and transparency to what you're going through. And so, um, so with that, when you are having these feelings or when you're struggling with these things, 
a major form of self-care in those moments is to be aware and to know when you need to, if it, if nothing else, I don't want to say get help. Um, cause definitely if you are, if you're deep in, in that, um, depression, or if you're deep in, you know, that struggle, hundred percent, like getting help is, is definitely really important, but not always, um, the approach that a lot of people take. So for me, instead, I would rather just give advice to say, um, find connection. And that could mean with people, but it also could mean with creativity and it could mean with, um, you know, whoever, whatever you believe with your faith and, and leaning into that, it could mean connecting with yourself and, and just getting to know you to understand where these feelings might be stemming from. And so that's a major form of self-care when you can recognize yourself um, from the perspective of um, awareness and your mental health and that state and then what to do with that. And so seeking out help is obviously always, you know, a no-brainer if it's in a really deep, you know, place that you feel like you can't get out. But a lot of times um, just taking the steps in the direction of connection really can make all the difference and start to turn the page to get you back to an anchor and foundation um, and keep pressing forward. So mental health is something I'm very passionate about to um, discuss and have topics about. I am just as everybody else, um, you know, we've all kind of had these experiences or things that have developed us and made us into who we are, good, bad, and indifferent. And I feel like these days we don't talk about our experiences, whether they're good, bad, and indifferent, how they shape the lens of how we view and show up in the world. And then also our tolerance with how we view and show up for other people. And so I feel like oftentimes in conversations and and where we are today, um, people are just afraid to address that. And people are afraid to um, admit that they're struggling or that they're suffering or, or, you know, these other things are going on. And there's nothing wrong with that. But the danger in that is you won't get the proper help or um, guidance that's needed. And so at the very bare minimum, if you don't feel comfortable to be able to um, do that, you can absolutely start to shift your focus or your mind by being able to create those connections in other ways. And And that could mean just listening to a podcast, um, whether it's this one, of course, I want you to listen to all my podcasts, but um, whether it's this one or just listening to something else, because what you feed your mind and what you allow yourself to be around and to see and to experience, it truly does come to fruition in other parts of your life. So if it is chaos, if it is, you know, disarray, if it's, you know, watching and seeing some of the stuff happening in the world, I mean, that can do it very easily. Um, so putting those boundaries, um, in place so that way you can take care of yourself and you can connect and, um, and be able to, you know, I don't, I don't find support within your own self. Um, and so many of us think it's gotta be outside of us and really it's, it's within us. Um, it's really just being cognizant of, um, what needs, how do we start? you know, and how do we, how do we start and get ourselves into a good headspace so that way we can start making those habits and, and doing these different things to, to help our own selves. And many of us just have to learn how to help our own selves. And we don't know how to sometimes. 
And instead that regurgitates itself, how we want to tell everyone else to be um, and what they should be doing and how they should think and how they should show up. And it's like, nope, boo-boo, it's a reflection within your own self. Like that's some things you got to work out. So that way you don't attach that to everything outside of you. Um, And if outside of you is what you want to reach and you want to help and you want to support, then the only way to make an impact in any of those roles of leadership and um, business and all of the things showing up in any type of act of service, you need to be able to go within yourself and be able to work out those things. So that is a hundred percent, a huge, huge thing for self-care is to take care of your mental health. Um, So there's just so many forms of self-care and I didn't realize I was even going to go into this topic. Honestly, I feel like whenever I do an episode, I never realize what type of topic I'm about to go into until I just start talking and I'm like, "Mm, mm, girl, Um, because this has been a topic even for myself, right? Before I came on to this podcast, I had a circumstance where I was on social media and social media, man, it's a, it's a trap. Sometimes it will, it will pull you in chew you up and spit you out if you ain't careful. And at the same time, I use social media a lot for business. So it is kind of um, a place that I am on a lot and I try to utilize utilize it in a way to um, leverage it for business, leverage it for the work that I feel called to do, which is be a positive voice, a positive light. We see so much garbage on the internet And I just made a decision a while back ago that I was going to show up in that and be a different conversation and, and be transparent and be authentic. And so it, I do that in relation to like, you know, sharing this podcast or sharing my business and sharing the behind the scenes and the real up and down, up and down. Cause it's true. I mean, it's, it's what life looks like when you're an entrepreneur and it just becomes relatable. But at the same time, I share a lot of positive things and it's just important to, to see that for people. And if, and if you aren't showing up in the way that you want to see the world, then really, what are you doing? And for me, it's like so important for me to do that. And when doing that, y'all, that's when, that's when the demons will come out though. They will come for you because nobody wants to see positivity. They, they don't know how to engage and interact with that. They want to be controversial. They want to debate back and forth because a lot of people are there's a saying like hurt people hurt people and there's a lot of hurt people in this world um that unfortunately will remain in hurtful spaces and hurling that hurt on other people um if more people that are healed don't start showing up and so i actually as i said that i actually made a note for myself i was talking to someone the other day um about this exact topic and I was like, ooh, I love that. So she said, people always say hurt people hurt people, but really healed people help people. And I was just like, that just hit for me. And I was like, oh my gosh, I gotta, I gotta write that. Literally, it is the only thing in my note. That's all I wrote. Healed people help people. It's like hurt people hurt people, but healed people help people. And so if you want to get to that space of being healed, you really got to do the work that really only only happens on the inside for you. Um, and that requires a whole like exponential set of um, self-care and habitual, you know, thinking and mindset work and, and development. And that takes discipline to get to. And so if you are in that space where, you know, not to say, because like I said, I, I'm definitely on a, 
I've been on a path of healing and I've really come light years from where I was. Um, but I still have those moments of struggle. But at the same time, I don't stay in that struggle for very long. It's actually very temporary for me because it'll come and it might come in a wave or, you know, whatever. But I have this habitual mindset that there is a lesson in this. There is a reason for this. There is something that's going to come on the other side of this that's going to be so beautiful. Oh my gosh, I could see it in my mind. I can't wait to get there. Like that's how the chaos is going to always be behind me. I'm always going to step in front of the chaos. I'm always going to see the beauty on the other side before I even get to it. I'm, I'm walking towards it. And so that's why when I came up with this name and I told y'all the whole story about how this name came about, it wasn't even going to be the name. But when it, when I got to this place of the name, I was like, oh, that's exactly it because I'm not in the chaos. Like, even though we all experience things, we we're in the chaos, but that's a temporary place because you are going to be pushing forward. You're going to be going towards something. You're going to be putting that behind you and you're going to learn something. You're going to grow from that and you're going to get to a really dope spot and it's going to be so amazing and beautiful. And so if you always kind of come at things from that mindset and perspective, then hundred percent, that's the way that you're going to experience life. And so, um, so with that, I mean, when I started thinking like that and, and, and digging in, like you got to dig in to think like this, um, because it like, everything outside of you, especially if you are surrounded by negativity or not the right conversations or social media, rah, 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 then you're going to get sucked right in, sucked right up. Right. But if you are disciplined and you show up in this every day, y'all, that is a form of self-care for your own self, for your, for your future you, like you are taking care of yourself by not allowing this outside, you know, force to, inundate you or, you know, take over what's inside of you. That's now producing this negative thought and this negative experience and everything is negative. Rah, rah, rah. And it's just like, whoop, let's just take a beat. Let's just take a beat. And what does this really look like? And so that is 100%, probably the best self-care that you will ever, 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 ever have. So are there times I don't get enough sleep? Yeah. Are there times that um, you know, I maybe, I don't know, uh, I don't know what, what's an example. We all got, I don't know, some kind of example of some bad thing that we, you know, did, it didn't, that wasn't really good, taking good care of ourselves, um, eating poorly. Um, right now I'm in this place where I'm fasting. Probably, I probably do a fast every other week, um, because I'm just in the zone and I just want to make sure I'm, I'm like optimal performance right now. And so I got to be mindful of what I'm putting into my body. I got to be mindful of what I'm eating. I might not be getting a lot of sleep, but you know, in that time, I'm not getting enough sleep. I need to make sure I'm, I'm giving myself all the vitamins and, and taking care of all the nutrients and all those things. Um, when it comes to alcohol, alcohol is another thing. Um, you know, I'm super mindful of my alcohol intake when I'm at a certain place or space in my mind that's a form of self-care to say, Mm-mm, girl, this is not a time for you to be drinking. That that can affect you actually negatively. If I know I'm in a mental space that I need to take care of or address or, you know, I'm struggling, those are my moments where I'm like, mm, you ain't going to drink this week, girl, because that is my form of self-care. And so it just comes in so many forms. So I, I'm giving all these examples because, you know, 
whatever, wherever this message is for someone listening to this, I want you to realize that like, you know, this is possible. I, I do live this life today and I am on my own path. That is also sometimes a struggle bus y'all. It is not easy and you do have to be so disciplined. So I'll never speak to something that I'm not experiencing myself or have experienced. And this is definitely one of them. That's like a big topic all the time. Um, but going back to that healed people, help people. This is so true. And it's oftentimes, you know, if you find yourself in situations where you're always, um, you know, you're always helping others and you're always helping others to the detriment of your own self-care, then, then baby girl, you got something to heal. So that there's a difference between those two. And I'm just saying it like I just heard it because that just came through for me. Um, as I was even just saying that it is just like, yes, healed people help people. But I know a lot of, I know a lot of people that help people and, um, it actually hurts people. So helping people sometimes hurts people. And, uh, so just knowing and discerning the difference, someone that is, um, you know, well taken care of in their mind, body, and spirit, um, is in a good place to help other people. But if you're doing it to the detriment of your mind, body, and spirit, Mm, that's something you might need to reassess and you might need a little bit of self-care in how you approach things. Um, and oftentimes we put ourselves on the back burner and we do, we, we kind of think about everything else outside of us. This whole society is literally built on, you know, everything else we see outside of us. And what does someone else think? And what is someone else doing? And what is someone else saying? And so if we just like, you know, as leaders and as anyone that wants to be in, in any type of place of success, I think this is like huge foundational stuff that should be t- not only talked about, but implemented in your life. So what does your self-care look like for you? It's a really good question. Ponder on it. Get a notebook. Take some notes. Because it's not always in the form in the way of, of what we're taught, of what self-care is. Go get a massage. Take your, get a little, Take a little nap. Well, who's taking naps in the middle of the day? Who's actually, if, if you're taking a nap, you know what, more power to you. Because <laughs> I don't got no time for a nap, y'all. Uh, that's That can't be a self-care for me. That's not that's not productive in my world. But um, but yeah, it's just just being, being mindful of that. What does your self-care routine look like? And is it a routine? Is it sporadic? Does it progress? Does it change? Does it ebb and flow? Because um, it should. Because I think depending on the season that you are in your life, should dictate um, how you self-care it up for yourself. So I'm looking over at the time going, that's a lot of self-care talk. I'm 37 minutes into this. All right. So um, (laughs) I'm like, part of this, my self-care today needs to be um, to clear my inbox. That's a self-care because I'm I'm in my mind. I'm like, oh, that's after this. I need to do that because I'm not going to be able to rest tonight unless I just get and clear that inbox. That's a form of self-care, y'all. That is a form of self-care. So that's what I'm going to do after I get up off of this podcast um, and clear my inbox and clear the stuff on my plate so I could go home and I could rest and I could be with my family because every other day is different in how I approach uh, what self-care looks like. And today, that's what it looks like for me. I definitely am ready to unplug here soon and uh, and just do that and just kind of hang out. So I'm probably going to end this episode actually here uh, slightly earlier than usual um, because, yeah, I got some things that I got to do, but I wanted to get this popping and get my episode done 
because today is Monday. This will go out on Wednesday. I'm not supposed to date my myself and say like the day and time because whenever you guys listen to this, it's going to be irrelevant. <laughs> it's going to be a random day and time. But uh, yeah, I pre-record these episodes. I got to get them out by a certain time. So they're out on time. And uh, sometimes in a, in a very chaotic lifestyle that I live, um, that can be difficult. And uh, doing it at the end of my day is even harder. I'm ready for some caffeine. That's going to be a little self-care treatment I'm about to do. Um, so yeah. All right, y'all. Well, thank you for, for being here with me and listening to uh, my my things and my advice. I hope it genuinely does help someone. Um, as a healed person, I love to help people. And so definitely if you are one of those people, keep shining your light keep shining it all the way bright. And when you are struggling or when you just need a little, a little boost or a little, you know, pep in your step, just remember to self-care. And what that looks like for you is different for everybody. And so it's not even something really that you can, um, you know, look outside yourself for. It's something within you. So know what that is. And if you don't sit down with a pen and paper and start figuring it out, what does self-care look like for you? What are some of the new routines that you need to put in place? What are some of the things that you're starting to feel that's really throwing off your game? And how can you implement a solution? Because we do that in business, y'all. We see problems and we want to figure out solutions. But when do we off like assess ourselves and our own problems and provide solutions to ourselves? Um, never. And instead, we always try to find solutions for everybody else and, you know, give the advice outside of us. But instead, like take a moment Um, here's your reminder, listening to this episode, take a moment and uh, get those self-care steps in place and become extremely, extremely disciplined in them. Good luck to you. And if you got one that I didn't mention, feel free to go and comment on Beauty Behind Chaos. Um, We have a group on Facebook, Beauty Behind Chaos. And I'd love to get the conversation popping over there, but I'm sure there's going to be more forms of communication I'm going to roll out. Because if that doesn't come alive, then I'm going to come up with some other way that I can get in touch with y'all and stay in touch with y'all because I'd love to see if these episodes are impacting you in any type of way. So if you find me on the gram, if you find me on Facebook, if you find me on TikTok, wherever I am, shout me out, tag me up, and let me know how you are doing in your self-care, in your business, or on your journey to success. And uh, yeah, that's it. All right. Have a beautiful and blessed day, guys. See you next time. Bye. Thanks for kicking it with me until the end. If this episode inspired you, share it with a friend because when we learn, we live and we can all use a pick-me-up. I would love to see if you benefited or enjoyed this episode. Use the hashtag beautybehindchaospodcast. See you next time, beauty.